It's a rewarding experience no matter how you look at it. There's plenty that you can learn and not doing it is not going to give you anything. Whereas if you go for the process, you try and gun it and you give it your 100% and you bring who you are as a person to the table, it's phenomenal. You get to meet other people who have the passion in the pharmacy industry and you get to bounce your ideas off, you get to learn. If you've been nominated and you're grappling with the idea, just go for it 100%. Nothing to lose whatsoever. Hi, I'm Benjamin King, Pharmacy Assistant of the Year 2020 winner and Pharmacy Assistant from the Alice Springs Pharmacy. And you're listening to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast. Welcome to the Pharmacy Business and Career Network podcast, brought to you by the Pharmacy Guild of Australia. Focusing on pharmacy management and ownership, the PBCN podcast supports the improvement and growth of your business performance with insights and advice from a range of industry professionals. The PBCN podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. Benjamin King from Alice Springs Pharmacy in Northern Territory has won the Pharmacy Assistant of the Year for 2020. The Pharmacy Guild of Australia Maxagesic Award win recognises Benjamin's outstanding contribution through his skills, knowledge and leadership in community pharmacy across a 12-month period. Benjamin was selected from over 460 nominated pharmacy assistants and eight state winners who completed in a virtual National Judging Day during 2020. In this episode, we chat with Benjamin about his pharmacy career, journey to the Pharmacy Assistant 2020 competition, and what's on the horizon for 2021 and beyond. Here's Benjamin. Hi, Benjamin. Thanks very much for joining us today. Firstly, congratulations on the Pharmacy Assistant of the Year win for 2020. How does it feel to achieve an award such as this, both at the time it was awarded, but also maybe now it's sort of sunk in a little bit because it's an amazing achievement. It's quite an indescribable feeling. So back in November, when I got told I won the award, it was all go. It was pretty much in my mind. I was just going, how did I win this? I'd met the other finalists. They were all phenomenal people. Each of them had these great skills and these great passions they brought to the industry. So when I found out I won, I dropped everything. My mind was gone. I went, how... How's this possible? So it went from, you know, over the couple of months uh, that it's been, that it's happened, I've gone from, okay, I'm pharmacy assistant of the year. What can I do with this? And that's slowly what I've been coming to terms with coming into 2021, trying to think of what I can do with this award I've been given and how I can use it to make a positive change for the coming year. Well, you're looking forward now at this point in time, but can you tell us a little bit about your professional journey so far? How did you first get into the industry and what do you think are some of the most valuable or rewarding parts about your role in community pharmacy? Funnily enough, I'd never planned to get into the pharmacy industry. It was by chance in my senior year at high school, I got my dream job, which was working in a video game store. And it was phenomenal. It was everything I wanted. But over time, it just wasn't for me. So I ended up not working for about three months in year 12. And I went, this is not for me. So on Facebook, I put out a little message just to the working group. So, you know, people would post and people looking for workers would contact them and an interview would be organized or they'd get hired. I put a post there just saying I was looking for part-time work. And someone from one of the pharmacies in town reached out to me. And within a fortnight, I was working in pharmacy. It was perfect. I started pretty quickly got to know all the processes, procedures, started learning about all the medications and slugging into the role quite well. And so now you're in the industry, Ben, what do you think are some of the most valuable or rewarding parts about your role in community pharmacy? 
there are so many parts that's, that are rewarding. The community, I think, is the most important thing to me. I get to support an entire network of about 30,000 people that live in Alice Springs. And we'll get a variety of people coming in with all sorts of ailments and requests and be able to ensure someone leaves the pharmacy with a smile on their face, the advice they need. is just a feeling that you don't always get anywhere else. And do you become quite invested in, in your patients because it's such a tight-knit community? 100%. We're not a very big spot where we live, and it's a matter of everyone knows everyone in the town. Even though we've got 30,000 people there, it's the same faces normally coming through the pharmacy, especially with our elderly folks. And because, you know, they are the elderly, a lot of them will pass on, and that's something I've had to come to terms with working in pharmacy as well. It's quite rough. I've had my um, favourite... Uh, elderly people over the years and seeing them come and go really makes the heartache but it's part of the job and knowing that I've had a chance to be a part of their lives and help them in this phase of their life is something that I won't get anywhere else. I would say the next rewarding part of my job is the team I get to work with. We haven't been the same team in the four years I've been there we've had people come and go but each one always has something new to bring to the table and it's quite phenomenal. I've worked with a lot of people that I've got a lot of time for. And the team I have at the moment, I wouldn't be me without them. We know that pharmacy assistants, you speak of teams there, are such an important part of the overall pharmacy team. Pharmacy assistants are often the first point of contact for patients, providing general advice and playing a huge role in assisting pharmacists in patient care. Can you maybe take us through what a typical day in your role is and tell us a little bit about how you manage all of the different functions and responsibilities and things that you need to do? I'll tell you what, I don't. A normal day for me is what I call chaotic. So I'll get into work in the morning at about 8.30 with my coffee, which I most definitely need. I've got the set jobs I've got to do in the morning, which is getting the orders done, getting the invoices in for all the medication in the dispensary that I work in. I'll then move on to sort of troubleshooting jobs I have with scripts or orders. Um, for that next sort of half an hour after that. And then for the rest of the day, it's whatever work comes to me. So I might have the boss come to me with an invoice that she needs done. I might have my head pharmacist give me something he needs done. But no day is the same. I'll rock up to work with a fresh slate and there'll always be something that will surprise me during the day, a new job I'll have to do, or I'll get sidetracked with a customer that needs a bit of my help. It's just crazy. There's nothing that I expect when I come to work because every day is just so different from the last. And have you always enjoyed that aspect of the role or was it a little bit unsettling when you first started and you've grown to be able to manage it? In the beginning, I was quite timid in the role. So I did the jobs that were given to me. I'd clean a shelf. I'd put some labels out. I was very um, centred in on what the bosses were asking me to do. But as time has gone on, I've tried my hardest to accept responsibility wherever I need to because I find that gives me more to do at work, keeps me busy, keeps me on my feet. I think it's better that way. I get to learn a lot more um, procedures and processes. I get more training. I get to be a better part of the team and help other people in the team if they need my assistance and then use all of that knowledge and assistance within the team and myself to help the community. So it's sort of that build up over the years of learning more and more and more to a point now where I've got all the skills necessary to support a huge system that's formed around me over the years. And what about being proactive? How important is that uh, uh, sort of a a skill or an attribute to either have or to grow into as you progress as a pharmacy assistant and try and assist the business a little bit more? I think being proactive is incredibly essential. 
I'd say that anyone that gets complacent in the job doesn't really have their heart in it and they need to have a look at where their passion lies and try and ignite the spark. Being proactive in the job means you get to interact with a lot more customers. It means when you get to work, you don't know what's going to happen in your day and that's far better than getting to work and expecting the same old droll day in, day out because that's quite frankly just boring. I love to get to work and have the day just go to a pure mess with problems I've got to sort out and things that I struggle to do because it means I'm constantly learning and constantly adapting and bettering myself every day I work. And I think I would encourage all my other pharmacy assistants and anyone else listening to do the same. Don't get complacent, you know, try and learn something new, challenge yourself each day. So being the pharmacy assistant of the year, it's a peer nominated award. It must've been hugely rewarding to have been nominated by your colleagues and probably very humbling as well. But ultimately you can't do your job as well as you do without their support. How important is it to you to have a really supportive and collaborative team in community pharmacy? And how does that actually translate? And how do you experience that in your day-to-day role? I.e., How does the team support you to be who you need to be? Funnily enough, Daniel, when I actually went for Patty, they asked me what I thought was um, most important, the three things in pharmacy that I thought were really important. And one of the things I touched on was communication and teamwork. Because without those, I don't think any pharmacy can function at the best efficiency possible. Without my team and without the people I have supporting me day in, day out, I wouldn't be able to do my job as well as I do it. I've got another phenomenal dispense tank that works with me. And he pretty much takes the pressure off me when he's dispensing, allowing me to go off and do all manner of jobs. We've got and a, a huge array of staff around us that help get everything done. And if one of those people, you know, aren't at the workplace on a particular day, you do feel the impact. So, you know, when we've got everyone there and communications working really well and the teamwork's working really well, that means everyone's got a chance to get what they need to done. And then when we're getting our jobs done, we're helping the community in the process. So it's, it's really a win-win for everyone. We know that these awards, they certainly don't happen by accident. There's a whole lot of work involved after you've been nominated. Can you tell us a little bit about the steps that you went through from your nomination as the Northern Territory representative initially, and then moving through to ultimately taking out the national award? My initial paddy process for last year didn't begin quite as you'd expect. I wasn't too excited about being nominated again, because this was my fourth year being nominated. And I went, you know, okay, I've, I've given it a go a couple of years. Should I really give it a go this year? And I heard it was all online. And I went, well, you know what? With it being online this year, I don't have to pay any money for travel costs. I can do it from home. I've got time. I've got nothing to lose. So I dived in. There was initial questions we had to answer in order to respond to the nomination. So I got those filled out. They were relating to COVID and a couple of other sort of pharmacy things as COVID was the big theme for last year. I got through that process and got into the interview process and I love interviews. I think they're great fun. I love being caught off, caught off guard with the difficult questions that make me think because that is just more fun in my opinion. So I got, got through that and a couple of weeks went by and I found out I was the NT winner and I went, Oh wow. Like it was just a phenomenal experience. They had me on Skype. They recorded all my reactions that organized a big bouquet of flowers to arrive to me right at the same time they were doing it. It was just, it was immaculately done. And I can't thank the girls up at the NT Guild for that enough because it was incredible. And then came preparing for the 
finals and that was a little bit more I had to it was again another sort of set questions we had to do following the set questions we had to write an article to ourselves well we had a few options I picked an article to write to myself in I think it was 10 years on how the pharmacy industry's changed and that was a lot of fun I got to use a lot of creativity and a lot of um quite liberal pokes at how the pharmacy industry is at the moment I talked about e-scripts and how irritating and badly integrated they were. I talked about robots replacing us in the coming years and had quite a lot of fun with it. The final step of that process was coming up with a pharmacy service that doesn't currently exist in Australia. That took quite a bit of brain power because the first thing I did was went online and found out what we did have in Australia and what we didn't. What I ended up settling on was a communication service and that would allow customers to come in and have their medication printed out in English and their preferred language. We could also print out CMIs, give them any other information in the preferred language that they speak or read in order to better the communication in the community. It took a while to get that idea going, but I brainstormed it and I worked out a few other little bits to add to it. And that was something we had to present to the judges and all the other finalists on the finals day. So finals day rolled around and the morning was really good. Obviously, we all showed up. We were all a bit nervous, but we shook it off. We got into the activities that they had planned for us and we got talking and pretty much spitballing off each other. And it was quite a lot of fun. We had an I had an individual section with James and Kenya and they are phenomenally lovely. They both live in a small community like me. They both have um, the pharmacies they work in with small teams both doing the same sort of things I do. And we pretty much um, brainstormed this activity together and that was perfect. Then came the presentations and obviously everyone was on edge for those, but we did the presentations and that was the day. We were done. Oh, actually, let me fix that. There was one more thing after that. We had one-on-one um, -on -one interviews with the judges. And again, that was an absolute blast. I love an interview, love getting challenged. And Brianne Lowe, the winner of last year's um, Paddy contest, she gave me a, uh, threw me a question that caught me off guard, but I gave her the best answer I could. And obviously that worked out pretty well. Found out a little while later that I was pharmacy assistant of the year and I loved the process in getting here. It was quite the journey, but quite a lot of fun to get to the point where I'm at now. Great rundown. I'm curious, you said that this was the fourth time you'd been nominated and you did sort of wrestle with the the decision about whether you were going to progress, but ultimately, clearly, you, you did decide to progress with the application, the nomination. But I'm wondering whether those three preceding years, do you think it helped you this year? 100%. The first two years I was nominated, I did go up to Darwin for the PADI process, but I don't think I was quite ready in retrospect for something quite as uh, big as this. The first year, it was my first year in pharmacy. So there was a lot I was still learning, even though I was um, quite confident in what I knew. The second year, I just got accepted into uni. And that was a bit of a, you know, that was where my focus was at. Third year, I had been, well, obviously third year in pharmacy, I'd finished my certificate three. And I'd learned a bit more. I was starting to take on more responsibility at work. And I was getting a bit more proactive, like we mentioned earlier. But I didn't do Paddy that year because obviously I was getting a bit busy with too much work on my plate. But this year, this um, last year came around and that's when I decided to go for it. I knew I had the knowledge behind me and I had the confidence. 
I had the girls up at the NT branch for the pharmacy guild backing me and I had my team backing me. So I felt, I felt hungry for it. I felt the passion. I felt the spark. I decided to go for it. So I think I know the answer to this, but would your advice to those that have maybe been nominated in the past and then in the future find themselves being nominated again, that they should really grab that opportunity with both hands again? A hundred percent. It's a rewarding experience, no matter how you look at it. There's plenty that you can learn and not doing it is not going to give you anything. Whereas if you go for the process, you try and gun it and you give it your hundred percent and you bring who you are as a person to the table is phenomenal. You get to meet other people who have the passion in the pharmacy industry and you get to bounce your ideas off. You get to learn. I can't recommend it highly. If you've been nominated and you're grappling with the idea, just go for it hundred percent, nothing to lose whatsoever. As the 2020 winner, your experience throughout the year looked a little different to previous year's winners. As you said, it was much more digitally focused. Obviously, the COVID-19 pandemic had a huge impact on community pharmacy and it impacted different community pharmacies differently and at different levels based on where they were in the country and their communities. And clearly, it impacted pharmacy assistance and, and you were on the front line throughout the year continuing to provide patient service and support. How do you describe and look back on last year being in a rural community pharmacy? I would say that we were quite lucky where we are. So the touch of COVID didn't quite extend to us. When it was looming closer, the government up here did all they could to keep it away. So the people were sent back to communities in order to keep them safe. Alice Springs was shut down a bit more and all the guidelines came into effect. So social distancing hygiene requirements. Um, now we've got the check-in app, which has come about sort of December this year. But there was a lot that came about to sort of stunt it in the Northern Territory. It was different to adapt to what's been placed in front of us. And we haven't had to adapt much, but I know that pharmacies all over Australia have been busting it, trying to adapt to COVID. And I want to congratulate every single pharmacy assistant in Australia that's gotten through this period because it's not an easy period to get through. Pandemics don't always happen in our time and we're very unlucky that it has happened. And there's a lot of people out there who have felt COVID hit their families and take their loved ones. And that's just the unfortunate reality that we're living in. But I think pharmacy assistants and pharmacies all over Australia have done a tremendous job trying to adapt to whatever changes have been thrown at us, whether it's cleaning, whether it's installing um, protective boards on tills, where we're wearing gloves all the time at work and masks as well. I, I can't commend the industry enough. I've been quite lucky in Alice Springs and haven't had to do as much as I think other community pharmacies out there. The biggest change for me was Patty this year being digital. Other than that, it's it was work as normal for me. Well, winning the award, it's a huge achievement and one which is never really possible without the support of an amazing pharmacy team. What has this award done for your team and, and even the wider community there in Alice Springs, you, your patients and the team, they must be super proud of you. I'm honestly quite happy that it's the award itself has come out of Alice Springs. So I like to call us the heart of Australia because we are smack bang in the middle. And being in the NT, seeing the award, um, as much as I would have loved to, to go to one of the girls that I met that were finalists from Darwin, having it come from Alice Springs, I think is tremendous. We're a small community here having an award like this, which is quite prestigious, come out of here and especially being the first male winner, 
and the first NT winner. I think it's great. A few people from the community did hear me when I went on the radio after initially winning the award. And they came in and gave us the whole, oh, where's the winner? Where is he? And came up to the dispensary counter to find me. And I think my team's really, um, it's on the die down now, but at the time we were all quite elated. You know, it's something big that we, I'd like to say we all won because without them, I couldn't get anything done. And they're all fantastic. They know it. I tell them as much as I can, but I, you know, despite all the jokes I have with them and despite, you know, giving them a nudge all the time, they are fantastic people. And I'm really grateful for all the support and help they've given me over the past couple of years. Outstanding. Benjamin, as we know, the career options in community pharmacy, they're endless. And the Pharmacy Assistant of the Year Award certainly lays a solid platform for many exciting opportunities going forward. And you spoke earlier on about how you're thinking about what the future may hold for you. So what are some of your career aspirations? And I'll ask that stereotypical, but it's still an important question, I think, in this case, where do you see yourself in five to 10 years time? Most definitely a good question. I heard this um, during the patty process as well, and that kind of threw me for a spin when I heard it. But I do have a couple of things I'd like to get done sort of in the next five to 10 years. The first one of those is learning sleep apnea. So it's a service we get to provide here in Alice Springs. I don't know how wide it is across Australia, but here it's quite a common um, ailment that we've got in our community. So learning how to do that and provide that to the well greater community around us is something I'd definitely like to do. After that, I'd love to do uh, pharmacy management. I know I've got the skills behind me and I know I can show that, but it's just getting the right spot, the right pharmacy, you know, that's got the vacancy. I'd love to do that in the coming years. Apart from that, I've got my certificate four, which I've got quite an extensive um, training plan for. I'm doing an initial set of units, but because I want to get everything done, I'll be going back and cleaning up every unit that I can possibly do working in the pharmacy I'm in. So it's going to be quite a lot of work over the next year and a half, but that's something I'd like to get done to make sure that I've still got the knowledge behind me in the coming years. You spoke earlier about how you'd worked in a games store for a little while and it wasn't few, and then you had a period of time without work before just randomly putting it out to the universe that you were looking for an opportunity. If others find themselves in that position, they're thinking about getting into the industry, what advice can you give for young pharmacy assistants or those that may be thinking about entering the industry? Do it. 100% go for it. The pharmacy industry, you know, you might start off small. You might start by cleaning shelves. You might just be taking rubbish out or just, you know, putting stock out. But within the job, there comes quite a lot of things that you get to learn. And it's not like other stores like Kmart where you learn about a product. It's about learning about medicines and about health in general. And I think that's an incredible skill to have. I can say off the top of my head what, you know, a couple of different medications do, a couple of interactions. I can recommend vitamins if needs be. And that's something I've learned in pharmacy. It's given me quite a lot of skills, a bit of first aid management as well. It's a really good role for learning. And that's something that I'm quite passionate about, learning and developing the skills you've got. And I'd say that anyone considering the position, come in, come learn something, come have a good time. We're all a laugh in pharmacies, you know, come have some fun, get to know your community and support your community. Great advice. I think it's a great way to tie it together. Benjamin, as I'm sure you're now aware, you said before, it's a very prestigious award, but it's an amazing opportunity and certainly a career highlight for pharmacy assistants. And it's certainly a great way to recognize the outstanding contribution that pharmacy assistants make to 
well-functioning community pharmacy teams, for those that might have somebody in mind that fits the bill, why would you recommend that they go ahead and nominate a colleague for the next Pharmacy Assistant of the Year Award, maybe this year in 2021? Being a good pharmacy team, it's about being able to rely on people that are around you. So if you look at your peers and you look at the people you work with and you look at them and you go, that person is fantastic and they do a stellar job, nominate them. They've got everything possible to gain and we're here to help our peers grow and develop as people. And that's what this process can do if they're given the chance. It lets everybody showcase themselves, showcase their talent and the skills and their passion. And it's great to see people around you elated. I will be myself hopefully nominating a couple of people for next year. Oh, well, for this year now, God, time flies. And just making sure that I can show the rest of Australia the skills that these people have. I work with a great team, as I've said a couple of times in this interview, but they're great people. And I'd love for the rest of Australia and potentially the world to see that. So if you're going to nominate someone, look at your workmates, look at your peers, look at how great they are, (laughs) appreciate them for what they do and send that nomination, 100%. Outstanding. Benjamin King from Alice Springs Pharmacy in the Northern Territory, the Pharmacy Assistant of the Year for 2020. Congratulations again, Ben, and thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your experiences with us. It's been an absolute pleasure being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. The Pharmacy Assistant of the Year competition is a fantastic opportunity to showcase the diversity and talent of pharmacy assistants right across Australia. Nominations for the 2021 Pharmacy Assistant of the Year Award will open on the 15th of March. Now is the perfect time to start thinking about an outstanding pharmacy assistant who deserves some recognition. State winners enjoy exclusive training and development sessions, complimentary registration for the Pharmacy Assistant National Conference 2021, and a chance to be the next National Pharmacy Assistant of the Year. For more information, visit pharmacyassistance.com forward slash P-A-T-Y. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and you've been listening to episode 67 of the PVCM podcast. The PBCN podcast, supporting your journey every step of the way. For more resources, to access support or advice, or to view this episode's show notes, visit guild.org.au.